Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you are following us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Give us a five-star rating. It massively helps us out. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm delighted to bring you another episode of Pitch. Sorry, I didn't bottle that. Well, that was <laughs> the one time we yeah. let Reeve do the intro, he, he, he you messes it up. the camera as well? Do you, I don't know. Here's, the big red light light. here's what you do. You go, we're the large yard, we're bastard. Welcome back to the show, <laughs> Spen. Sorry with that either. Why not? Spencer's back on the show. Hello. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been a while. Cheers. How long has it been? Oh, I was on God. quite early. I was yeah, one of the early. I, I, it might normal. actually be a year. It might actually be a year. Places going up leaps and bounds, mate. It's quite a setup you've got here. Quite an yeah. operation. Can, quite, cans of water. Yes. <laughs> you can taste the oxygen. It's lovely. <laughs> We're not the only ones going up, though. Look at our hey. lovely hey. kids. Look at these. But how, how's hashtag and everything going? They are lovely, aren't they? Uh, it's going to work, <laughs> mate. It's going good, to be fair. So I'm trying to think. We would have been, we've been, we're in the same league now as we were last time I came in. We finished eighth last year, so the men, just outside the playoffs. That was mm. our first season at what is uh, the eighth division, basically, mm. step four of non-league. Just outside the playoffs. That was really good for our first year there. We had a lot of players that come all the way up with us. Yeah. Um, teams changed a lot this year. I, I, I looked at the lineup for one of the games. I honestly didn't recognise anyone. Yeah, I mean... Um, in a good way. Going <laughs> in a, no, that's a good way. It means you're improving as a no, team. No, yeah, I mean, it's, impo- it's a shame, but yeah. it is impossible to stay the same, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, you're going up, but um, Toby from yeah. Love Island, Toby Roman, I mean, he's been with us for, for nearly three years now. We've got a couple of other lads, maybe you might remember Tom Anderson, there's a couple of others, but Jacko retired last year. Um, it was sad to say goodbye. You know, people like that, but it, we are the best we've ever been, undoubtedly. You know, undoubtedly. We're going stronger this year. We're trying to go up this year. Where are you currently? Uh, we're league? currently eighth. We've got games in hand. Okay. We, had, we had a few games. So I think if we win them all, we'll be second, third. Nice. Um, but it's a long season. We've got massive game on Saturday. We're playing top of the league on Saturday and they haven't lost a game yet. Really? So it's a big game. Are you having a break for the World Cup? No, not our league. No, no international duty. Does the Championship have a break for the World Cup? I think the Championship's having somewhat of a break, Is but it? I don't think it's as long a break as the Prem. So um, it, it, theoretically, you could be a League One club and have a couple internationals. Yeah, because yeah. there are there are like those players that play like really low, like non-league and stuff that do play internationally. Yeah. We've had a few. We've had a few. Remember Tom Williams? Yeah, uh, he, you played with him. He played two games for Cyprus. Um, oh, really? And we had a uh, Simon Peddy. He played for Montserrat in the Caribbean as well. One of our lads now is trying to get in the uh, Granada team. Uh, it's another Caribbean nation. Yeah. Um, so it does happen. You do have a few yeah. lads at our level. I mean, the big one, we, you guys may or may not remember. So I'm sure some of your loyal viewers will know. But we have got a player playing for us right now who played 30 times in the Premier League. What? Did you know that? Who? FM fans will know this guy. He's an absolute legend back in the day. In FM. Football manager. Yeah, he's 37 now, but he was. A, you should always have this guy in your team back in the day because he could play. He played every position professionally, including goal once or twice. Really? But he played up front, left back, right back, right wing, centre back. He's six foot four. Goes by the name of Greg Halford. Do you remember him? No. <laughs> Am I right in saying you you're an, you're a big FM player? Big so, FM player. So you yeah. signed him on FM years ago, and you signed him in real no, life. Yes, that's very true. And it was when I I had to make a pitch <laughs> to him when I wanted to sign him, right? Because he was playing for Billericay last year, which is two two divisions above us. He was yeah. playing National League South, but he's main. You know, he played in the Prem for Wolves. He played in the Prem for uh, Reading. He also played for teams like Sunderland. He played for a lot of big clubs. But I actually watched this man play against West Ham when I was about. 16 I think he was probably about 20 he's a couple <laughs> years older than me 
and he was, he's a right winger originally six foot four right winger so not, you don't get a lot of them <laughs> That's but rare. he was rapid oh and he killed us he was a friendly it was Reading against West Ham he killed us he got three assists and I was like who is this guy unbelievable and I always remembered his name from then I always got him in FM so literally almost 20 years later <laughs> I'm on the phone to him that was my opening pitch I just went Greg just want to let you know you're on the phone to a Greg Halford certified fanboy <laughs> <laughs> and I was like if I can get you in my club let's do it I saw amazing. you 20 years ago tearing up my club so I told yeah. him <laughs> yeah, I told him I was like, mate, I, I can't believe we could potentially sign for you. Let's get it done, and we did. And he's been a, he's been a joke. He plays set a half now for us. Oh, um, well, that's man of many talents. Mike comes in there. Yeah, yeah, but he's like, because he's so good and he's played at that level, you do see it. Like it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Like you're a set half, so balls will be coming through, and not ninety nine percent of set halves, even at our level, will head it away. And he'll do this big thing, and you'll just go. And he would just nudge it to the side, yeah. to a, a fullback that you didn't even realise was open. And he's the only one that can see it. Yeah, yeah. It's like peripheral vision. It's like game context skills. Amazing. But yeah, he's, he's been a great addition. And um, we're hoping for a promotion this year. Well, I think it can happen. Oh, hopefully, hopefully, mate. If we get playoffs, if we don't, you have to win the league to go up automatically. Oh, yeah. so it's not first and second? No, it's first and then it's a playoff spot. Ah. And if we get playoffs, we'll have to get the YouTube boys down there to support us because mm. that would be a big one. And when you guys came down for the FA Cup a few years ago, that was epic. So that was great. Yeah. Um, and then I was incredibly ill like a week yeah. later. <laughs> was that, was that mid-COVID? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Not that well. It's so. over now, hopefully. Yeah. Well, what we think. But uh, speaking well, we of things that aren't over. Premier League. Manchester United. Are they back? I think they might be back. Mm, yeah. They, they celebrated their equaliser. Like they won the league, and people always go to them, Oh, that's so sad you're celebrating that. If you score in like the 94th yeah, minute yeah. to make it 1 1, that's a against Chelsea, that's a, that's a huge result. Well, the, it, any any goal that goes in past like the 90th minute on FIFA, it's like a five minute <laughs> celebration period. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. The camera, so. what, what do you think of United this year? Do you think Ten Hag's doing a good job? I think well, it started terribly, didn't it? With those first few games, the Brentford game particularly, it was yeah. like, and then I'm not going to lie. I have enjoyed the Man United demise of the last few years. I've got nothing against Man United. It's just growing up as a non-top four yeah. fan uh, and they dominated so much. I like to see the status quo change yeah, up yeah. a bit. Yeah. But I also think that's kind of over now and I actually would like to see Man United get back to challenging because I'm getting a little bit, um, not sick because I respect them as teams, but a bit bored of the Liverpool-Man City narrative, which yeah. I think is already kind of changing this year. As yeah. Your team's showing. Um but I do want them to get back to it. And I think they've shown signs of it. I think it's a long road. I don't think it's going to be like yeah. they're back. They're going to have a bit of inconsistency, which they're showing. But they're picking up points and wins. They're, they're, they're looking impressive. I think I think they'll probably squeeze top four, to be honest. Do you think? Yeah. Really? I, I, I think it'll be them or Chelsea. I'm not sure. I said United could get top four and everyone laughed at me. I said Liverpool, I, don't, I genuinely don't see a way Liverpool get Can't top four. There's absolutely no way. No. You, yeah, well, I, I mean, I don't think either of those will get top four. No, you're looking, you've obviously got Chelsea and Spurs. Well, you don't think United will get top four? No. I really? Think, well, you know, we you did think Chelsea and Spurs? Yeah, and us and City. The thing is, have you seen the Graham Potter glow up? Yeah, it much, it's not, not just the footballing side. No, he literally looks like a cool guy. I mean, like, where's turtlenecks now? I, I always is. liked Grandpa. I liked his story. I thought, I like, you know, he went over to, to Sweden and all the stuff he did and the emotional intelligence degree he's got. Fascinating stuff, right? And it, and it sounds terrible, but I always thought he looked too boring. I didn't mm. think I, I, he, I had some idea about him having a makeover, <laughs> yeah. but I just thought, I feel like people aren't going to go with him. He's called Grand Potter. He's English. Like, he's, if he was called like Grandma Potter or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they would have gone for him. 
But he gets the big job and I'm like, okay, I really hope it works out for him. And now he looks like a GQ model. Yeah. But do you know, he's the first to admit like he would go on runs in Brighton and no one would really recognise him yeah. if he just grew his beard out and stuff like that. Like, didn't, didn't he come out himself and say like, people don't rate me because my name's Graham? It probably, you know what? It's, <laughs> it's, it's a harsh reality, but it's actually true. Yeah. Yeah. But now what he's doing at Chelsea is unbelievable. Yeah. He, he's really like, transform their club and everyone's like oh why are they firing Thomas Tuchel that seems a bit weird doesn't anymore well yeah I mean I, I would say what he's doing at the moment is quite impressive from a fantasy uh, Premier League perspective you've got no idea who he's going to play <laughs> yeah, everyone, yeah. Right? It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, not even like Sterling like he'll, he'll drop Sterling <laughs> yeah. some games and you're like okay what I love is he's basically come in and gone I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've done. Mm. I want to see you all. I want to see you all in number yeah. of formations and systems. And I'm going to choose where we play yeah. and work out which of you deserve it. But which if you're Cucurella, you're in anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. You see, I mean, he seems to be having like, almost like a Prem team in the Champions League team, yeah, yeah, bit, yeah. doesn't he? But yeah, he's obviously got loyalty to that player. You know, you wonder if he'll bring Billy Gilmore back. Fair all for Billy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Billy Gilmore. Come honestly. in a crossfire, man. Uh, what did you see the um, Thomas Frank interview in Graham Potter and yeah, vice cool. versa? What right, do you think yeah, of that? Well, it was great. Yeah. You know, I think, why not? Why not have more of that? You know, I think we we often don't either try and get stuff like that done because we think the man sometimes the managers wouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, or we, yeah, we, 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 we think we have to go down this traditional route all the time. I'm always for challenging things and doing things differently. And I, and I thought you've got two very kind of media-friendly, forward-thinking managers there. But they're quite open and honest with each other as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that genuine the, questions, right? Yeah. That was before the game, right? Yeah, yeah, so before it started. You know, the, the fact that they're being that honest before the game is... Yeah what you want to see if you were yeah. to change or try and implement something like that into the game what would you want to see well can I talk about the tournament we're playing next year because there's something can, yeah. they're doing in that which can. I think is actually amazing on, yeah, so we've announced recently hashtag we're playing this seven aside tournament in America it's called TST so if you're a basketball fan you might have heard something called TBT which is the basketball tournament what it stands yeah, for tournament. and <laughs> should be <laughs> and uh, for about Thursday no and um Oh, it's yeah. basically a, a basketball tournament they do. Anyone can play. So you get like ex-NBA players, undrafted players, top, top level players. And it's a million dollar prize. So they're going into soccer now, wow. football. So we've, we're playing. The two teams they announced to start as us and uh, Clint Dempsey's putting a team together as well. Cool. Of ex-MLS, US internationals. Some big teams being entered. I told you about one secret on Saturday. You can't say yet because it hasn't Is been it announced. Is only? But, uh, it's not anyone can apply okay it's actually a bit like a poker tournament you have to pay for your place right 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 but it's so anyone, like anyone can apply yeah so maybe Theo should put a team out maybe you two could play in it maybe I am maybe Pitch I'm not Pitchside FC maybe um, but the reason I'm bringing it up is not just to promote it but which is what I am doing but also is to say they've got a rule which I think is actually great so bear with me here right but we are so ingrained in football that we often don't see some of the negatives of it or some of the things that are going to stop an outsider getting into football. And the big one for Americans is, is it's really, it's, it's, it's time wasting is a massive problem in football. It's we sort of like Luke Shaw yeah. over the weekend as and well. And we're so used to it and yeah. we kind of accept it and we're like almost celebrating when our team do it, which we shouldn't be doing. Yeah. From a neutral perspective, it's really bad for sport. Yeah, yeah. It's actually boring as hell, right? So they've got a, something called in basketball called the Elam ending and they're bringing it into to football as well for this. So this is their rule. And I think I actually, we're going to try it out next year in seven aside, but I actually think Bring it in 11 aside already. I love it. I'm intrigued. So we have a dedicated period of time. I also think a stop clock should come in in football anyway, but whatever. 90 minutes. When uh, the period of time is up, you go into a new period of time and they're calling it target score time. Stands for TST as well, which is convenient. But it basically means the game always ends on a goal. So let's say my team's playing your team and I'm 3-1 up. Yeah. When you run out of regulation time, I haven't won the game 3-1. It's first to four. 
Okay. So I still get my advantage from being 3-1 up because yeah. the target score is one more than the team that's leading. Yeah. So if I'm 2-1 up, the target score is three. So I have an advantage. I've only got to score one more goal. But you cannot time waste. There is no advantage yeah. to time wasting. Yeah. I'm telling you, if that rule comes in football tomorrow, time wasting is going to go. But they also have You've got to score three. So it's every hard. five minutes you lose a player. Though, yeah, that's you? another thing they're doing uh, as well. It's a little bit like the man down concept we did at the Wembley Cup. Yeah. But um, uh, within that target score time, just to stop the game being a three-hour game, yeah, if yeah. it didn't happen every five minutes the target score isn't reached each team loses a player mm. so it goes in seven aside it goes to six aside then it goes to five aside four aside so the goal's going to come yeah. how long would a game last in the in the the TST event uh, it's 20 minute halves and then it's unlimited how long that can yeah, go on for yeah. but because you're taking the player out be about 50 minutes could potentially go on for 50 minutes it could be it could be 11 aside you'd have to re. I imagine football 11 aside needs a whole rebrand so it needs maybe like 60 minute stop clock games we'd actually get more football because the average game's like 56 minutes long yeah it is in terms of game ball in play so you get more football 60 minute stop clock and then in 60 minutes you introduce your target score time Uh, why not do it you know the whole time. I I Yeah, but so, there are so there, there are so, there are so many people out there like who would just be like, yeah, they're not nil up. The target yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost like, but you know what? Imagine if they did. Yeah, that would be. Close. It would make for some of the greatest comebacks. Yeah, you'd see like the Barcelona PSG thing yeah. happen more often. It's than one not. v one. In the final <laughs> minutes, it's nine all. <laughs> it's Haaland yeah. versus Mbappe in the Champions yeah. League final. Yeah. 1v1 would be great wouldn't <laughs> that'd it that would be brilliant <laughs> you know what the whole I don't get you know time wasting yeah like Luke's tour like everyone's getting booked for like taking ages walking off doing a sub I don't get it because the referee adds on the time they, they often don't add enough though they often oh, don't really? add so they, and I also think it takes the sting out of the game if a team's coming at you and they're looking like they're going to get a goal because when you're leading you often find yourself quite withdrawn and defensive so it buys you a bit of time a bit of time to, to get some breath back for the players that stay on so all that stuff it works and listen if you're a manager of a football team right now, you do have to tell your players to do it. Yeah. I don't care what you say. If you're trying to win a game of football and that's your job and you're going to get sacked if you don't win, then you make them do the tricks. If you're running an academy right now, you're teaching young kids to do it because that is how yeah. football works. I don't agree with it. I hate it. Until the rules change, it won't go. We need to see that. We, we, we need to, if you're listening, football, we, we need to sit down and have a speak about the rule changes because at the moment rule changes in football. Gian, Gianni Infantino, you need to get Theo Baker in as a football consultant. I tell you what, I've said this from a. You're <laughs> going as Southgate's right hand man to the World I, Cup, mate. I, you got a busy if I was in charge of, of if, if I was in charge of FIFA, I, I would make a lot of good things happen, and I'm, I'm not even joking. I genuinely think I'll do a good job. What's the first thing you do? Yeah, go on. Walking through the doors. Well, that's why I only had to have a think about it. I'll, I'll, next week, I'll come with my free implements and changes for football in the world. Right. And I'll pitch them to FIFA. And uh, let's see what happens. Because, you know, me and Wenger in FIFA could probably do... Marco van Basten wants to get rid of offsides, doesn't he? That, that's ridiculous. We did, you know, did you see the video? We, we did a game. We did, we did a practice game. We did a level no offside. How was it? Offside game. Uh, we had, it was a mixture of our first team players, our women's team players, and me and Seb actually played as well the second half. Um, first half was was not crazily different because it took people a while to get their head around it. Like yeah. players that are rapid that would have had, a, you know, would so used to trying to hug that yeah. last guy and then beat him, were just doing the same. And I'm like, go and stand in the box. <laughs> yeah. So my brother subbed himself on, who loves a bit of goal hanging. Oh, he ended yeah. up scoring a hat trick because he just stood in the box and the ball just fall to you, rebounds. <laughs> I mean, it would change football massively. Yeah, Centre-mids yeah. would become almost unimportant because yeah. it would just be long balls because yeah. players are so far up. So I don't know if there's... I think offside has to change in some way, though. I do think there's a problem with it. I think how it links with VAR and the the 
inconsistency of the decisions. The it's just not working for me at the moment. Yeah. Well, you know, they, they were trialing the... Um, the semi-automated semi-automated yeah, yeah. in Cha is it Champions League they were Champions doing it League, and it yeah. looked pretty interesting uh, uh, yeah. I mean it was successful when it was because if you, if, if you can do it with goal line technology there has to be a way that you can do it with people's bodies I think there should just be a 10 second rule because you don't want to go into like millimetres and stuff that's just like rubbish a 10 second rule quick <laughs> yeah, see right. if it's working or not half the time you look at it and within 10 seconds you're like yeah he's on and off and the majority mm -hmm. agree keep the speed of the game going Yeah. So yeah. but then you're going to get into the thing of oh they've done it on 10 seconds and then later in the evening you actually look at me like oh, he actually was onside <laughs> yeah. the problem is though I was watching on the sky they were doing the referee recap thing and it was about the Kane goal on the weekend you know and it was yeah. about whether yeah. that Sanchez was off uh, whether he touched it's the ball not obvious no so the problem was they had Dermot Gallagher on there right Dermot Gallagher was going right you're watching the replay you can't tell if he's touched it therefore you support the on-field ref oh no sorry I'm getting this wrong it wasn't that decision it was the Larice Callum Wilson yes. incident, a huge sorry. talking point so the Larice Callum Wilson incident he's going right the ref's not given a foul if you watch back the replay, you can't necessarily, it's not clear that it's an obvious error that Callum's definitely fouled him. So you have to support the referee decision. Yeah. So everyone's like, okay. And then Paul Robinson was on there and Paul Robinson went, but if the ref gave it as a foul, mm. would you support the VAR guys to overturn his decision? And, and Dermot was like, well, no, because it isn't clear and obvious it's not a foul. So basically, they're irrelevant, yeah. whatever the ref does. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, you've got to be able to mug off the ref. I'm sorry, you yeah. have to be able to go, you've had a stinker, even if it isn't really clear and obvious, yeah. just do it the right thing. I'm not In that instant, I actually think it's a really good example of something that is actually very subjective. Yeah. And that is what football has. That some other do you think it was a foul? Have. I think goalkeepers are always going to feel it was a foul and outfield players are probably going to feel it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I think that ultimately, Lloris is in a bad position to be in that place. I'm not saying it's necessarily his fault. We might say it's his defence's fault. The fact he shouldn't that he have been there in the first place. But the fact you had to come to do that, when you come, you've got to make connection and you've got to really get yeah. the ball out of danger. Yeah, and yeah. that's what makes me sort of slightly side towards Callum <laughs> Wilson. But it is a tricky one. Do you, do you think if he had missed or something, it might have been given a foul? Like, do you think the fact that he scored, he was less inclined to give it a foul? Or more inclined? I don't think, I don't think, I think that decision was yeah. already made. I think the point is some people are saying like, oh, if that happens anywhere else on the pitch, it's a foul. It's like, well, that, that's the only thing that's really relevant. If that ref, and you can do it in within a game, you can say, well, if that happened in centre mid in that game, what did the ref do? And if the ref wasn't giving them throughout the game, he was letting those sort of things go, then there's an element of consistency. I think which was happening in that game. Yeah. Well, he was letting but my point is as well, if that happened in the box, do you think he gives a pen? So that kind of foul, because do you see how... In the, what, it, is in the reverse? In the reverse. Yeah, so for it example, if you look at the amount of soft free kicks that are given that you would say that's never... If that was in the box, you'd never begin as a pen. Yeah. Why is there such a difference between the level of foul... Because of the punishment. Box? Yeah. Because of the punishment. But, you, but if it's a foul, it's a foul. I agree. I agree. But it's about only the punishment of a penalty and it's also about it often depends on what the player's doing so like you know if it's one-on-one -on -one and if you don't, they don't foul him he's definitely going to score they do get given mm. but if it's a, one of these innocuous things with 10 players between you and the goal and you yeah maybe you've been fouled but you can't really guarantee they would have scored a penalty sometimes feels like too much mm. could you add in a an, an area of interpretation where the ref can go it's a foul but I don't want to give a penalty so I'm going to give an indirect free kick I don't know it'd be very hard because how do you manage that too much so it's tricky. I think football's going to always have these these little video things. It's, it's always subjective, yeah. isn't it, at the end of the day? Uh, especially when cases like obstruction, like you see it happen 40, 50 times a game in like lower league football and then it's like... Do you know what pisses me off? What? Foul throws. 
In the Prem. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's always ha- no, but terrible. always happens. Yeah, it is. It's constant. <laughs> but the, the ref hardly ever gives them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, some refs have a hard line and then some refs are just like, let the game play. I mean, Wenger wants to get rid of thrones, doesn't he? Kicking. Yeah. But then I think that becomes overpowered. Well, but you, but Rory the, look at Rory Delap. But the theory, the theory is that throw-ins are a disadvantage to the team that have the throw-in because you have only ten players on the pitch. Yeah, and, and the other team have eleven. And you're the one with the throw. That's that's what Wenger's theory that's is. A very good point. But then, throw, how many times have you seen someone do a quick throw and they've scored from it? Yeah, it does happen. But also, you also get overturns of possession in, in from throw-ins as well. And then it's like, oh, well, I've got my player over there. He's off the pitch. He's got to get back in position. I don't know. I'm all for. I, I do think you have to accept change is inevitable. Things should. Um, when we were, before we were, came around as football fans, like you know, offside, you had to have an extra player to be offside, well, and you didn't. Have, you could pass back to the keeper. The pass, yeah, yeah, the pass yeah, over, how keep, boring that must. Do you remember what the, to time waste? They'd literally kick the ball to the keeper, it's keep the worst it up, thing ever. Kick yeah. the ball back to him. Yeah. I hate that it. That was in cups. When you play five a side and you can do it, I hate it. I'm just like, no, it's a cop out, isn't yeah. it? It's yeah. a cop out. I'd rather it never be a thing. But that was a whole thing in football for tens of decades. So, speaking of uh, Newcastle United and Callum Wilson, and Callum Wilson, could they get top four? I think they, think they could. Champions That's League? why I think Liverpool won't, because I think there's too many other teams pushing for it. Um, and I think most people would like to see it, wouldn't they? I would. I'd like to see it. Yeah. European personally. football for Newcastle. Come on. Yeah. I'd like to see Are it we? personally. You reckon? <laughs> yeah. I think if they get Champions League football, that is, it would fast track where... I don't, I don't think they thought they would get Champions League football this year. But if they get Champions League football this year... If that makes sense. Yeah, it accelerates their it accelerates their growth. Means of they're going to get, gonna get the bigger yeah, names yeah, yeah. instantly. You yeah. could get Mbappe. Oh my god, I would love it. They yeah, actually, could. I'm not even joking. Imagine, but you'd still back Callum Wilson, right? Playing away the tune. You'd, you'd still Playing together. Playing <laughs> <laughs> both up top, mate. Mbappe, you have to go Newcastle. If, if Newcastle get Champions League football, he has to go Newcastle. What I really like about what Liverpool, do, um, sorry, Newcastle are doing is. They have spent a bit of money, Isaac being the big one. But not crazy. But they, like, there's a lot of players in that team that are still like Premier League old boys. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like no one was coming in for Dan Byrne. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? like, well, yeah. I was. I know you were a <laughs> But like Man United and City weren't coming in for Dan Byrne. Do you no. know what I mean? Even yeah. Isaac, really. Isaac's yeah. been talked about for a while, but no one's coming from the big bid. They got him Bruno because no one else was gambling on him. Like they, They've made astute buys. They've mm. not spent crazy money. They haven't changed the whole eleven. Like They've got just really solid buys, but a lot of the players on the pitch are still old Newcastle boys. Well, yeah. Eddie Howe, I think that's Eddie Howe though, isn't it? Like he, He's managing to... like Look at Almiron, for example. You know, Jack Grealish. Boy, I mean, the FPL team two weeks yeah. ago, he's flying. Jack Grealish had a, had a stinker there, we, we yeah. admit, and I think he'll be first to admit it. He said, oh, I shouldn't have said that. But <laughs> what, where's he from? <laughs> <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> no, no, that was Harry Potter. I shouldn't have said that. Oh, yeah, well, oh, that's right. Hagrid, right? Hag- yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um... Almer, I don't. I, I, he he looks unbelievable. Yeah, he's so fast. He's so talented. He's scoring goals. He's getting the numbers. How is that Eddie Howe? Or is that it a, has a, a to be because he's done it with Jolinton as well. There's there's certain players in that squad that under he who should not be named Brucey mm. <laughs> <laughs> awful, weren't they? And now have a getting more career revival. I think Almiron's always played, so he's always obviously been popular with the managers that he's been there for, yeah. and, and and obviously he's got better players around him now, so he's going to be getting himself in better positions and you know getting on more opportunities. Um, but my reason I went and stuck him in my fantasy team was I just looked at he never he seems to play every single week mm. they don't he, have a right winger yeah it's it like looks, even if St Maximin's fit absolutely Murphy's been playing isn't yeah, it? he yeah. just come out and then maybe when Isaac's back he might have a decision to make he might play Isaac off Wilson and St Maximin but, but there's I still so many f- injuries I think Almond plays yeah and at least for this and he's so cheap and I was just like you know he's gonna be getting involved in more goal contributions yeah. mm. it's worked out but yeah what season he's having now Hal's doing a great job let's be honest 
He's just a really good man manager as well. Yeah. But is he? Is one of the reasons they have? I'm not saying this would be the reason, but there's always been a question mark on whether he could handle the big egos anyhow. And it's not not that he's failed at that before. She's never really had them. Never mm. had them at Bournemouth. You know, I've had big names. I think the fact that he has now got like Bruno Gomes, all these players. Now he's starting to learn to handle those bigger players. And it, at the end of the day. At the top level, he has to he has to learn how to handle them. If he want to be Newcastle playing Champions League football, getting the biggest names, he has to adapt as well. I, yeah. I think as well, if you go to Newcastle, you quickly understand that the culture of the club means that like no player is ever bigger than Newcastle. You know, and, like if you have an ego at that club, it doesn't really pay off that well. You have Dan to Burns kind of, like, pretty big, <laughs> <laughs> quite literally. Yeah, I, you know, he's only got nine fingers. Yeah, mm. I didn't know that. Well, yeah, you do know I that. Did hear about that. Well, yeah, I didn't know that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before I knew that, I didn't know that. Um, but I want to quickly touch on touch on Spurs. Oh, I was okay. Yeah, cool. Because they're like what are they third still, but I don't think they've changed position. They're right? still, they're still third, 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 and on points. paper they're like they're doing all right. But because of the way they play football, mm. everyone goes they're actually crap. Yeah. Well, you I, have when you play like that, you have to win. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Jose, Jose but they're third. Right, but they're yeah. third, so they have been winning. But you look at them and just think. They're not all that. They're, they're not on Arsenal and City's level, but they're third. No, no but they, yes. they would never be on, on City's level. They haven't got the personnel. I think you guys are playing a much more exciting brand of football, which wins you fans even you know outside of Arsenal. It mm. makes people want to watch you, which is the Arsenal way, yeah, right? That's yeah. what I've always associated with Arsenal. I think um, the thing that... I, I'm not massive... Obviously, I'm a West Ham fan, so Spurs aren't my favourite side. But generally, as a neutral uh, football fan, like... It just makes me feel sad seeing people like Kane and Son play in that uh, that version of football. Yeah. But obviously they play it very well and they counterattack amazingly and they still get plenty of goals and assists and whatnot. But I'd love to see them in a better side. Yeah. Not not to say that couldn't be a Spurs side, but they need. To, it's just Conte ball is is not enjoyable mm. for me. Um, but when you're Spurs, you've got to find a way to win, and I do get it. I but you just think it. you look at the names they have. You just think you, you, you've got such talented names. Yeah, yeah. Even Kulusevski, you know, is injured and whatnot. But why would they not just play a more attacking brand of have football? Have they got that? I'm not sure they've got that much attacking quality defensively, and I don't necessarily. Oh, mean, and the fullbacks as well. Yeah, yeah, sorry, not attacking quality. I don't think they've got much defensive quality. Is what I mean to say. Like, so you have. To, there is an element to, to suggest you might have to go to back five, and you have to go. It's kind of the same thing. I think Gareth's doing at England, to be honest, and, and mm. Tuchel's doing at Chelsea is. That we might we don't necessarily have a standout centre half, so we need to get support around them. But it just dictates certain tactical choices, though, doesn't it? And well, Conte said it's a two-year project at Spurs, uh, but he's not signed a new contract. No, he changes his which mind is, every other week depending is, on the performance, though, which is a little. And also, Harry Kane expires in eighteen months. <laughs> what as a person? He goes off. Yeah, his sell-by date eighteen months. <laughs> his contract. Surely he's got to really question his opportunities now. If you're Harry Kane, you 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 either I feel like he's committed to Spurs for the rest of his life. I think he's better. So, I think I think he's so if much. If he was better a couple of years younger, I mean, for me, Kane, he got done dirty by Daniel Levy. Let's yeah, he did. If, Levy's a great chairman for your club. He does very astute business, mm. very tough negotiator, and he played Kane like a fiddle. Depending on Kane's how he feels about that now, because he's obviously got his own career to think about, which is you know I'm a certain age, I've got maybe three four years left at that level max probably. <clears throat> Um, and you know there is a big move on the horizon for him still there is a club that would come in for him I think mm. United could come in for him I think Bayern Munich could come in for him yeah. um, if he wants to do it back to Levy he just don't sign that contract you just don't sign it yeah. and then it goes that, it, that, I think that genuinely might be his only way out so I don't think yeah. Levy will ever sell him here's a question about Kane do you think that 
as a player, he values that golden boot uh, Premier League goal scoring record uh, more than like a Champions League trophy. I would. I would personally. It's such a rare opportunity. That's yeah. such a hard number to catch. Like, even Haaland, like, it has to keep doing what he's doing for many years to get time. there. Yeah. How close is Kane now? He's in the 200, isn't he? he? Is he's, like, he's like maybe 50 or 60 away, yeah. I think. It's a couple of seasons at this. Well, actually, to be fair, he's on what nine goals this year, ten goals. Yeah, you do know what's really harsh on Kane. Yeah, that he's having like one of his best ever seasons. It's only been, like, it's only been two games. He's not got a goal contribution. Yeah, yeah. he's only <laughs> he's only seventy one goals off the record. Okay, he's not two hundred yet. One hundred ninety. Yeah, seventy one goal. That seems really close. Actually, it's very achievable. Yeah, that's three good seasons for Kane. Three good seasons. It's not not inevitable they'll do it in three, mm-hmm. but he should be thinking, I want that. The only doubt he could have, he, he has. If he's going for that, he has to feel confident that Spurs are going to stay good. Yeah. Because if they drop off, if Conte leaves and they drop off, he's not going to get the goals. Yeah. So the dream for him would probably be going to a Premier League team. Premier League still team. getting the United. Record. Newcastle. That's what I was thinking. Newcastle. Newcastle do it. Amazing shout. Do it at Shearer's Club. Do it at oh. Shearer's Club. Oh, oh like no. Yeah. I don't know how I'd feel about that. Oh, I reckon, I reckon Alan will back it. If he's going to let anyone yeah, do, it, do it, yeah. Miz will do it. Because right? yeah. Yeah. you know, at, at least. Um, the club's going to be successful if Harry Kane then yeah. succeeds that record, right? So That's that if you can get Wilson out of the team, you know. Callum Wilson and Harry Kane up top. I saw you upload a video recently about your England team. Mm. Uh, the strikers, Kane, yeah. Tony, Wilson, who are you playing? Calvert-Lewin, is he back in Cal- the mix? I know he's only had one decent game, but we've got a few more weeks yet to go. Even some people were talking about Solanke, or they went off injured yesterday. Uh, all kinds of shouts you can make. Um, as well. Rashford as a striker, Tammy Abraham, of course, is in the mix. What's weird is we don't know this 55-man list that yeah. Southgate's done. It's very odd because there, there'll be some big names. There'll be some some some, emis- um, some people in there that like haven't been capped, for example. There'll be some names in there that are just like, really? And that's probably why he hasn't shared it. I reckon like I reckon like Chalobah's on there from Chelsea. I reckon mm. like even someone like, I'm not saying he should be, someone like Ben Johnson at West Ham could be on there because of just the right-back situation. Just putting yeah. some... Like there'll be some shouts Ben White has to play well, player profiles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 55 man list right yeah. now. Yeah. Are there any names you think maybe won't go but just should go? I'm worried for Madison. Madison. He's I got think. to go. He, he, he's got the most goal contributions of any, any English player this year other than Kane. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and and the fact go. that he's not even on the radar it looks like he's not even on the radar. Yeah. It's, it, it, his goal at the weekend you know, after coming out from being banned, it's just quality. So, it's yeah. just so good. Really Why I, it is? He is so criminally un, underrated by Southgate. Or it's just the saturation. It's, it's, it's a formation. Of the, loves Mason Mount, and uh, Mason Mount has picked up his form again. I, I, so I well, love so Mason Mount, but the fact Madison, he, Madison has to go. I, I completely agree. Uh, I actually think of, it wouldn't be that crazy a shout, but if there's no injuries, then Trent wouldn't be going. I don't think there's any yeah. way Trent would be going. But I think he might go because, because of, the of the injuries. But I don't think he'd be going at all. Um, Do you think Trippier would start though? Probably I'd, I'd start at this him. at this at yeah, this point. Like, of the injuries, he's yeah. the one, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, hopefully, he gets Carl Walker back and can take him. Reese James sounds like it's not going to happen. So I think Trent probably goes, but I don't think he'll play much. Um, and then hopefully Chilwell starting left back. But I think yeah, there's going to have to be. He gets to take 26 if he wants now, not 23. Mm. So there's a couple extra names he can throw in there. I'd like is that to what see the total number is. It's 23 to 26. Up to you. Okay. So it's got stupid not to take 26. Yeah, of course. Um, With such depth as well as a country, like yeah. Know. The only reason not to is if you've got names that you think is no chance they're going to play and they're going to and they'd be better off having a month off. But everyone's going to want to go. You never yeah, know what's going to happen, do you? Yeah, it's a World Cup. Exactly. That's exactly. what I didn't like. The whole when Varane went off injured crying. 
I didn't like the whole people laughing at him. Because of how much it means to someone. you got to think about these guys are humans, yeah. And so many people are like rinsing him and like, Chippo, it's it's your player. Mm. And it's like, imagine three weeks before a World Cup, you get injured and you think, oh my God, I'm never going to be playing a World Cup. This could be your only chance at a World Cup. It only happens every four years. Yeah, we were talking about this in the car. The only thing, and I definitely agree, like there's no way anyone with a heart can't be, can't be, you know, having that. But, Varane has won everything. <laughs> he has won yeah, everything. There's one man that you can miss the World Cup. <laughs> Literally won the last one. Yeah, yeah, he won the last one. He's won four Champions Leagues. Like, imagine if he won his second World Cup. Yeah. It's the most decorated footballer of all time. Do, do you think if France... <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they will. I think Brazil might win this World Cup. Yeah, or England, England, don't they? Brazil are looking very or, or, good. Or England. But if France do win the World Cup... I, I don't think they will because they've got no Varane, no Pogba, no Kante. They've got Kylian Mbappe and Benzema. Yeah. Have you seen the thing about Messi where if he plays all the Thousands games PSG has... This game would be a World Cup yeah, final, right? Yeah, yeah. He wow. needs to be resting in his final PSG game and then his, if they reach the final, that's his thousandth game yeah. in football but and then win the World game. Cup. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's not going to happen, is it? Well, he might rest them before going to the World Cup yeah. the week before, though. So but it could work out. Say France win the World Cup, yeah. That's Mbappe's second World Cup. Yeah. Surely he is he getting is because of all these rumors and stuff at PSG. Do you think he's getting overlooked about how good of a player he if is? If he wins this one, then fair play because the the quality of France I don't think is as strong as it was in twenty. People forget how old is Mbappe? 23, 22? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I mean, I think the difference with that is well, he's still at the start of his career, so you don't have those sort of conversations about players of that age just yet. Yeah, and I also think it's. Um, France is a squad effort. You know, remember how good that squad of players they didn't take to yeah. last World Cup? Yeah. Yeah. Their C team is crazy. Their C team is like better than the England team last yeah. World Cup. So it's like, when you've got that depth, you should be in the mm. conversation. Yeah, yeah. And so it's not all down to Mbappe. We look at Portugal, maybe less so now, but traditionally, Ronaldo was, he was carrying the team. Yeah, he was. And then, um, and Argentina even at times with Messi. So that, those guys do stand out for those reasons. But I think maybe Mbappe's... That when those boys... I think they have really dropped off, haven't they? Yeah. Like, look at the Ballon d'Or this year. Messi wasn't on the list. Ronaldo Criminal. was 20th. Like, th- that, that's the end of the era. It's already started. Yeah, they could has, have amazing... It's the beginning of the end. It could be an amazing climax for one of them wins the World Cup. It would be yeah. ridiculous. And but Messi's still having a good season. He, he is. is. Much better than last year. Yeah. yeah. But the, the next... Haaland, Mbappe... Um, Do you think it will be Haaland and Mbappe? Going forward. It should be, really. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who else would be in that level. Bellingham? I, mean, I honestly think Bellingham is yeah. legit. You know, it all makes sense why Birmingham retired the number now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everyone, He's captaining in Dortmund. Everyone laughs at that. And Scoring. now in hindsight, people have gone, fair play. I'm surprised they didn't do it earlier. It looks like he's going Real Madrid. Oh, yeah, with the... See, they go, if, they, if Real Madrid get him, that means they've got Camavinga, Tuchemeni and Bellingham. That's and Valverde. That, but it's like, they're Plays all the right so young and good. That's their centre mid done for 10 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's what they, the thing about that's what Barcelona did. Now, now they're... Gabi yeah. and Pedri, Iniesta and Xavi. Mm. Cruz, Modric, Casemiro yeah. are going to be Tuchemeni, Camavinga and Bellingham. Yeah, yeah. They just re, rebrand, rebuild. But that's what good teams do. They find the talent that are perfect replacements and then just keep the same system, right? Speaking of someone who might need to be replaced, Cristiano. Yeah. Thoughts on him walking down the tunnel? Uh, unacceptable. No player can do it. It's just a no-brainer. You can't Correct. do it. Um, and you have to be punished because you have team harmony to think about. You know, yep. you've, got, you've got to make sure the players know, particularly young players of that club are coming through. You know, you can't do that. I understand why he's done it. I don't condone it, but he's really... The thing is, he's in a situation he hates, right? Mm. He hates not playing first and foremost. And he also doesn't like the fact he's playing at a team that aren't 
operating at the highest level of European football. And he yeah. knows he's got, you know, it's all about records for Ronaldo. He wants to get as many Champions League goals as he can so he can really pull away and, and, and cement that legacy, right? Um, and he wants to make it abundantly clear he doesn't want to be there. Yeah. He wants to play all the games, which many footballers have done before, that guarantee him a transfer in January. Yeah. I think he's probably done that now. Like, and, and, you know, I don't condone it, but that is how football works, unfortunately. And he's just playing all the games to say, like, you do not want to keep me at this club. I'm going to be a negative influence, so you need to get rid of me. <laughs> to the point where United are offering him for free to people. Do, do, I, I had this argument with someone the other day, and I was trying to... He wasn't listening. Classic. It was Mitch, by the way, yeah. watching. Yeah, we know. It was on the stream. And um, I was trying to say, I don't agree with what he did. I think it's completely wrong. You can't do that ever. Yeah. But I was trying to understand the psyche of it. He's gone from being the best player in the world, you know, Messi Ronaldo, two best players in the world. How do you go from that to trying to accept within yourself that you're now not the best player in the world. Well, that, that's the problem because because there's a lot of people that still believe he is of, of not the level he was, but of more than good enough level to play for Man United. I do think he is good enough to play for Man United, but I think that the Ten Hag has a way he wants to play yeah. and Ronaldo doesn't fit in it. So Absolutely. it is kind of an understandable scenario. He's In fairness to Ronaldo, he's turned down like crazy money to go to like the Saudi Arabian League and all mm. this stuff, right? Because he wants to test himself at the highest level. Unfortunately, when you're that age, what comes with that is the understanding that a manager might choose not to use you as much. Yeah. And that's not, he's a freak. Ultimately, he's not going to probably break down, but a lot of people at that age do if you play him too much. There's a load of reasons why Ten Hag might do what he's doing. Ultimately, if Man United are winning, he's vindicated. Mm. And they are more than they're not winning at the moment. They're doing well. So it is a catch-22 scenario, but I just don't think you can ever do that. Why can't he come out and just make a comment? And, and he, I know he's apologised, but why can't he just come out and go, guys, just want to let you know, I love Man United. I'm super professional. Harry Kane sort of did this a little bit after the Man City saga and say, I will never do anything to discredit this club, but I want to leave. And yeah. The reason I want to leave is because I'm not being played. I have this long, long left of my career and I need to play football. I've, I've worked so hard, harder than anyone, arguably, yeah. to be the best. And I don't want to stop playing at the top level. So I, I hope Man United will grant me my wish. And let me go. I don't see how anyone could be angry at that. Yeah, yeah that's true. And you, but you can still be completely He's 37 years old as well. Yeah. Like, he, he wants to play as much as he can. Do you think it must be quite hard... For for him within himself to accept that he's not the player he was. I think he's reinvented himself though, isn't he? He's still a very lethal striker. Yeah. You just got to play a certain way. And he's he's adapted throughout his whole career. Well, Chelsea won him, right? Apparently. Yeah. You put him in the Chelsea team, he'll score bundles of goals. Yeah. Imagine Brighton with him and the XG problem would be gone. <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah, and then and Cross. So, Grand Potter will know what to do with him. <laughs> do you he's think... got Aubameyang in there. <laughs> I was going to say, do you think if you're Aubameyang and they sign Ronaldo, he's like... It's happened again. It's done it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he joined because of Tommy T, and then he, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he left. And then, <laughs> do you think? It, do you think he'll actually go Chelsea? Have anyone? Do you think Chelsea's the number one spot? I think it would be a mare from United to let that happen because they're going to be competing for a top four spot, and Ronaldo could well, they're, easily... the, they're the two ones that yeah. I think are going to be yeah. flipped. He could be the difference. He could just yeah, yeah. power them through. They need a goal scorer, and then he could be the one. I think they've got to try and convince him or find a club, basically. Because I know Atletico Madrid are in the mix, but there's a massive issue there yeah. with obviously Madrid. He's more yeah. of a Real Madrid legend than United legend. Man, he would yeah. go. But there is a conflict. I don't think he wouldn't go Atletico Madrid. I, I think there's if no he meant he kept scoring Champions League goals, Do you think? I, I think, think he'd go. go. I don't think he's as loved as he should be around Madrid. Yeah. He's loved, but he like should be like... You know, up there with Mate, you know, the had, biggest names. He scored like 410 goals I know, there's always... Madrid's a weird thing, yeah. man. Gareth Bale's not the same, but he... 
was still a ridiculously decorated player there and they yeah. just wanted him gone. Like, Do you not think that Ronaldo's like a, more, a very selfish player in terms of he doesn't have a loyalty to any club? Like I think he'd yeah, do I, absolutely I, I anything this. just to get more goals and trophies than anyone else. So I think he'd go to Man City like he was going to... Well, that, that's go the reason he's at go. United. Yeah. He's only at United because he was in and he was basically going, I'll go City. Yeah. And I think basically his agent probably went, look, we'd rather go United than City. Can we make this happen? United are sitting there going, we need a CDM. We need a CDM. We need... <laughs> Go on, then we'll get Ronaldo. Because <laughs> they didn't want him to go City. And it was yeah, it was. bad yeah, move. It was. Really the lesser of two evils. So and what's happened? Transfer. They've got Haaland instead. Yeah. It actually might have been better to let them. Imagine if they'd made the play. This is before D-Chess, Man United. <laughs> they go, okay, you can have Ronaldo. All right, Haaland, you're coming in next year. Yeah, right? yeah. Who's the winner? Mm. If, if Haaland would have done that, I know his dad's got the City loyalties, but I think he might have. Can you imagine ha- Harland at United and Ronaldo at City? That'll be that'll be an absolute. So I'm still I'm still you, pushing for him. Here's, here's, here's a question: Do you think Harland would be on 17 in the Prem? At United? Yeah, right now. No, no way. Yeah. There's absolutely no way. Yeah, yeah. United don't have the creativeness that, that City have. City, I think City are just uh, they're like an unstoppable force that will just once the bowl starts bowling, it I know what you're saying. won't stop. <laughs> yeah. Well, they did that without a striker. Oh, you know and now they actually got a striker. So. Yeah. City are overpowered. It's like when you get a financial takeover, and it's just you need to. You need <laughs> oh, to you know that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. one. Um, Liverpool lost at Forest. I don't think anyone expected that. Forest fans might have done. I don't think Forest fans. Mm, maybe there were a few that were confident. One nil. City okay. grounds. Are, City grounds not an easy place to go. You know, it just so happens that Bournemouth ended up winning three two there. Yeah. It just, it, what's going on at Liverpool? What, 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 if you were in charge, what would I you I have th- a theory on this. I'll oh, go on. Come on. Well, obviously we know about the, the Klopp seven-year cycle, right? So he's in his seventh year. But more importantly than that, I think, is that he plays a certain kind of football club and it is very, it really requires certain characteristics in your mm. team. For me, the, the, the real engine of that great Liverpool team was the three centre midfielders. And yeah. I'm taking this back... I don't think they've been the same since Wijnaldum left. I think that was a big one. Didn't get anywhere near the publicity it should have. Um, obviously, they've lost Mane and whatnot since, and that's been big. But for me, that midfield of Fabinho, Henderson and Wijnaldum was the engine room of that team. Yeah. It allowed the front three to do what they do. Crucially, it allowed the wing-backs or the full-backs to do what they do because Fabinho was so good in there. I think Jordan's dropped off a bit, understandably, since he's got older and had a few injuries. When Alden was that box-to-box player, they, they haven't replaced. No, no. Like, Thiago's in there, great player, we'll talk about him later, but he isn't the same no. as what he does. He plays a very different kind of football. Yeah. He's playing the, the 4-2-3-1 he was playing in at Bayern Munich. It's a very different kind of formation. So for me, they have to adapt. The personnel they've got are still great, but they're not the same and they're still trying to play the same way. Even Harvey Elliott is, is a really talented young player, but he's causing Salah problems. Because he drifts into the same space. Yeah. And, you know, that's not what Jordan Henderson did when he played there. So, for me, for Liverpool to get back to what they had, they need a real revolution or, or of their team. They can keep the same system, potentially, but the players have to change. And I mean, like, almost all of them. Yeah. Like, okay, Trent should be a long-term player there. He should be one for the future, but you have to get... Van Dijk has to be prime Van Dijk yeah. for Trent to, to work. Yeah. And the so does Fabinho or whoever is that CDM. So when they're not on song, it makes Trent look way worse. I don't think Trent's got worse, by the way. I think he's just been exposed. Highlighted, yeah. Like, he's still great at what he de- yeah. does, 
but he's just having to defend way more than he used to defend. So that's all got to be addressed. And I think the multiple players, they've got a plan for Salah to leave. They've got a plan for, you know, essentially Van Dijk will either leave or to drop off. They've got to be targeting. And if I was sporting director or whatever at Liverpool now, I'd be talking about who is the next Van Dijk? Who's the next Salah? Who's the next Mane? Who's the next, if we're going to, if we're going to keep this game compressed and Jurgen Klopp start yeah. of football, who are the next characters? For me, they don't have them anymore. Even the ones that are still there, aren't operating at the same level. So you need a complete redesign. Is it, if you look at Liverpool squad now and compare it to five years ago, it's arguably there's still the same squad. Is that part of the issue? Well, there, no, there's, I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's a few changes. There's a beauty in having that, that, that continuity in your team, but they have to still be operating at that level. Everyone knows the way Liverpool play now, like, you know, know exactly what they do. It worked because you couldn't stop it because they yeah. were so relentless and it was so, you know, the fitness levels of that middle three and the, the work rate was a joke. They haven't got it anymore. Yeah. And there's a lot of loyalties there, understandably. But if you want to be challenging the city and even some of the other boys now that get up there, you need to be operating on all cylinders. And I don't think they are. And I think there's a couple games here and there that Salah is winning them through individual brilliance. You know, Nunes... They've got to probably commit to me. I know you think he's a donkey, but they spent a lot of money on him. <laughs> Reeve said it. I just agreed. Okay, you've, you've, you've somehow... Uh, I'm, taking, I'm taking the stick for this. Reeve called, Sorry, him, a, no, a Reeve called him a donkey and I'm the one getting the hate. Shock. But even Nunes, like, let's say he's not playing like a donkey and he's playing his best football. He's not... You have to change the system. He doesn't fit in it. He's not yeah. Firmino. Like, mm. so he won't work the same way. So, have you? Are you prepared to do that? What does that mean? City for Salah? adapted with Haaland. Exactly, and and, and he, he didn't even need to adapt, really, did he? Because they're just it was so effective what they do, and their yeah. players are just so good, and they yeah. constantly buy new players. So yeah. like, they don't. That's one thing Pep's good at. He, he doesn't care about le like he let Sterling go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He let Fer Ferran Torres go. Like there are these huge names that he Jesus. just. Jesus. But the difference yeah. was like if City weren't doing great this year, mm. no one would be saying it's because they let Sterling go. They wouldn't, mm. even if Sterling was killing it at Chelsea. Yeah, it, you know, because he's not there. Because the Mane is their guy. At yeah. Liverpool was the one of the main like ones. Letting KDB, where go. it would be KDB, it would be one of these boys to go, and there'd be so many other good players at City. You say, no, he should be doing it. He should be doing it. But Liverpool, I think they, they've got good players. Luis Diaz is very good and effective, but he's not Mane. Doesn't play the same way. He's not the same player. So they've just tried to fit round holes in square pegs or square pegs in round holes. It doesn't quite work for me. You know, they can still go out and beat anyone on their day. I'm not yeah. saying they're, well, they're, like, they're they, finished. They beat City. Exactly. Yeah. And they, on a day, they are still a very good football team. But for them to do win a league again against well, while City no, long way ahead. or Champions League, long way far. they've got to change. Something. I think they've got more chance of doing that. I think knockout football is definitely suits mm. Liverpool more than yeah. a league structure. But yeah. it's, isn't, I love football, man. You know, you, you go... You go and beat City and then you go and lose against Forest. Mm. It's just like... That's the Premier League, isn't it? That, that's, that's the beauty of the Premier League. And speaking of the Premier League and the best team in the Premier League, um, Arsenal, Ooh. still top of the league. Can unbeaten. we? Can, can well, we? Not unbeaten, but I mean, like we didn't, we didn't actually lose the game. Is what I mean. Yeah, it's not a bad result. Yeah. Away at Southampton, one-one. One. That's not a bad result, is it? We almost won now. as well. They are actually our bogey team. Southampton away, yeah. is a difficult. We game didn't play. We didn't play poorly. Time. Played all right. Has any First Arsenal fan good. actually come out on social media yet and said we're going to win the league? No one wants to do it, do they? <laughs> no. Nah, I've never said that. No. Have you said it? We've said it in chest. No, yeah, I've said it in chest. Yeah, have you said it with your chest? Have you actually... Yeah, Arsenal, I think we'll win the league. You actually believe that? I genuinely really? think that. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, right. No, because... Uh, you uh, even put Man City first in your predictions like last week. Yeah, but I think Arsenal... <laughs> the <big> week, <laughs> they drew though. Yeah. You drew something. No, no, <laughs> Here's why. I, you can, a lot of people are, are disregarding them even in a title race. No, no that sounds no, outrageous. But I get the whole City's squad depth 
you know, eventually they'll come through and whatnot. But who's to say Arsenal can't just continue this level of play? Well, the, the main thing is your fixtures, right? Yeah. It's the main criticism is that you haven't played enough good teams yet. So but for me, what happens when you play City? If you avoid defeat... Well, that's, then that's that huge. Become, but that that then... was the annoying part, wasn't yeah. it? Because the, the <laughs> rescheduled game was supposed yeah. to be... The, but the you know what? We, we beat week, Spurs, right? who are third. Absolutely. We, don't, we, we would never take six points off those two games last yeah. season. Yeah. Liverpool and Spurs, back to back, no chance. Like beating Liverpool and Spurs, is, that's, that's a really big message to the league. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I'm it would, here for it. I want to see it. I'd love Arsenal to win the league. I don't know what I'd do. I, I genuinely don't know what I'd do. <laughs> I think I'd lose my mind because I'd make a meme out of it because they laughed at me when I said Arsenal win the league. Yeah, yeah. And I'd say, well, you're not laughing now. It... it <laughs> It's just, I think the key for Arsenal is we have to buy in January. Yeah, you've got to get some, another striker, I think, for sure. Really? Yeah, because I, I, I love if Jesus, Jesus gets I think he's brilliant. But he, he's, yeah, if he's injured, you haven't got the depth. And also, do you need just a more prolific goal scorer, maybe? Or like, I don't know. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't because of the way your wingers are playing and the way you're playing well, right now. Is, we might be going after Vlahovic again. Yeah, exactly. That is the rumour. Juventus sort of in the bin at the moment, aren't they? They're not doing great. But yeah, apparently we might be going after Vlahovic. Again. Go I think a player who looks like a proper Arsenal striker is like, say, Tony. I think he <sighs> could be a top player. four striker easily. A big powerhouse really? guy, central to the team, yeah. having Jesus running off him. I would love Tony Arsenal. Oh, absolutely. so would I. But I mean, Someone's you, you could, you could yeah. say that about any club in the Prem. No, but he is Arsenal. Well he looks like Tony. an Arsenal player. Man United maybe should be in the mix for him. Well, he's, not, he's not really a Brentford player, is he, given what he said? <laughs> no, no, the reason I'm surprised he's still there, you know how the way Brentford operates, is that they, they, they literally have an Excel document, right, that with every player, and they have a number next to every player, what they believe they're worth to be, and it's constantly adapting and changing. But yeah, if you pay that number, they accept. It's not like they'll go, hmm, they, that is the way they operate. So let's say that number's 40 million for Tony, whatever. It's not like they're going to have a big chat about it. It's just, they all agree if that number's met, you always sell. That's the way they operate. So if someone, that number for Tony will be higher now than it was last year, mm. but it's probably not much north of 40 million. In this day and age, why are you not doing it? Mm. Why are you or, or United or a number of teams not going in for him? Because you can get him. I might have to hit up Mikel again and just be like, <laughs> I, I, I'll say this one, Mikel. I won't go up front for you, don't worry, but go for Tony. January. Do you reckon he's just not thought of it? I just don't think it's up Costa's radar. I think he's been too concentrated on me. He's like, yeah, we'll get us eight goals this year. <laughs> he probably values Eddie a little more than... And Ketty, yeah. Get, yeah, yeah. Well, it would be the end of Eddie, wouldn't it? It would, be it would be, yeah. I mean, people don't... I, I assume it works the same in the premise it does on Football Manager, which is the home, <laughs> the home grown... Because FM is very good, though, that sort yeah. of thing. He's the homegrown rule, right? So you do have to keep like the reason with Tom and a, for example is they would allow him to have a few worse performances United than, than you would another player is because you have to have a certain amount of homegrown yeah. players and, and it's homegrown is in homegrown in the UK and then it's club trained as well which you have to have and obviously Eddie Nketiah fits in that mould with Tom and a United so you always want to keep one or two or three if you can mm. guys like that or else you have to have a lot of youngsters well, but you're always going to have youngsters well if he did Reese Nelson and playing a bit more now and Arteta really rates him I've always thought Reese Nelson is unbelievable he just never really got the game time at Arsenal and I'm hoping it's a, going it's forward a, it's he a does it's position that he will struggle to retain though really, well, Martinelli him, well and Saka, Saka yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but so. you need you're going to be European club for a number of years I think going forward so you need that depth don't you it'll be weird back in the Champions League that'll be really weird because it's been, it has actually been so long since it's been in the Champions League. But mm. another player who's been a revelation over the last few years, that it, I'd say arguably the biggest comeback in world football, uh, Granit Xhaka. It's up there. Yeah, it's, well, it's really just this season though, isn't it? I was at the game where he got booed and did the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. But 
he's playing amazing. Yeah, is that, what was the European tournament? Uh, sorry, the international tournament. Where he, was it the Euros in 2020? Yeah, it must have been. Yeah, he was just a joke, wasn't yeah, it? And he was like, why can't he do that for Arsenal? But he's, he's doing it for Arsenal. Yeah. You could say that he's top 10 Premier League midfielders at the moment. Would if you, you're going on you form, if you're going on form, yeah. and oh, actually, yeah, form speaking of which, should we do our top 10 current best centre midfielders? Mm -hmm. It's I funny you said that. Funny you said that because we've come prepared, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, going to be another set. We are, we are including CDMs and CAMs, just no wide players, basically. Yeah. Anyone that's a centre midfielder. We're going to name our top 10 and we have... We've ranked them. We've ordered them. So um, yeah, I don't like this already. It, I was in the office with Lewis and we were struggling before we'd even... I don't know what you mean, mate. I thought this was like plain and simple. I think... Uh, well, last time we did this, it was, it was a, a baptism of fire because everyone's reasonings for the list were different. So this time, we're just picking who you think are outright the best sentiment. Not form. Not but form. You, I think form, form has to come Form can come into the form argument. It's up into to it. you. You okay. know, form might play a part in your decision or it might not. Like it will be, for example. Well, if, no, if, if this was just form, yeah. there'd be players that aren't on my list for sure. Mm -hmm. Awobi would be one of them. Yeah. Chaka would be one of them. Yep. Um, but I can't put yeah. them in a top 10. No. Or have you? It would be interesting to know how many different what? people I, I we've got. Like, I yeah. feel like the most the neutral one will probably be Spence. So do you want to go first? So I'm going with 10th. He's in, in order, right? Yeah, go yes. 10 to 1. Okay. Yeah. So obviously you say this is attacking, defensive, all kinds of players, right? Yeah, central. In 10th, I've got James Madison. 10th? Yeah. He's in there for me. I didn't. Okay, carry on. Keep going. You want me to keep going? Yeah, yeah. 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 In 9th, I've got Martin Odegaard. Interesting. Nice. Put him in there. Interesting. In 8th, I've got Bruno Gamaras. Nice. I'm having him in there. Yeah. So this is a bit of form. This is kind of where the form uh, yeah, ends, yeah. though. People are going to hate me, I've just realised. Those yeah. last three <laughs> spots were kind of very form-based. We've got some similar ones. But now it's getting a bit more just classes per. Ah, right, based. yeah, absolutely. So in 7th, uh, I've got Thiago. Now, I don't think Thiago is playing particularly well. Seven. Yeah, he's seventh. Uh -oh. So I have I have dropped him down the list, but I do think he is a very, very, very gifted midfielder. Seven. You think that's low? I'm young. Yeah, well, seven 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 seven. yeah, yeah, seventh is low now. <laughs> you want me to keep going? Put him in. I think it's about right, to be honest. Okay. Although you could maybe swap him with the next one, but in, uh, in, in sixth, number. I've got Bruno Fernandez. Okay. Okay. Yeah. In fifth. <laughs> <laughs> he's just got the arse he's just got like anyone that's ever been associated with arse yeah. <laughs> no, Jeremy this... Lynch in ninth. <laughs> I can't wait for this brother. I know exactly okay, okay, okay. okay so Bruno Fernandez was uh, sixth yep. fifth Casemiro oh I did oh, the man's okay. won four Champions Leagues yeah this is what I mean like, I, okay I've got a little bit of Theo Baker bias in here to be fair but in, because there's one name I haven't said yet Declan. and I'm still not going to say him because in fourth is Rodri interesting Okay. In third is Declan Rice. Nice. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, yeah. why are you being like that? Theo knows. Oh, yeah, Theo I don't knows. think you understand. How dare you disrespect Declan Rice? People like don't that. watch West Ham enough. I'm telling you, if you put Declan Rice in one of these teams. Fucking hell. In the Man City teams. Now, Number like, three. The reason we lost the Euros finals because we, we took Rice off. If you put Declan Rice in the... <laughs> Man City team, even yep. the United, he would run the show. I think he walks into any Premier League side. You're right. Thank you. Well, I got loads of stick a couple of years ago. I went on the Saturday Social on Sky Sports and they asked me to um, 
to uh, if I had unlimited bank account, how would I revolutionize Man United? This is before they bought Sancho um, quite a while ago, right? And I, and I, I think they maybe had given us like 500 million to spend or something. And I said, I actually said Sancho, funny enough, before they got him, I said, and that I put a value against what they'd cost. The value I had to put against them wasn't about what they're worth because footballers aren't really worth, you know what I mean? It's completely yeah. ridiculous, but it was about what they would cost to guarantee you could buy them. And I put Sancho in there, I put Harry Kane in there at 150 mil, I put Koulibaly in there, I think back in the day, like 80 mil or something. Just what we'd have to pay to get them. And I put Declan Rice 100 million. Yeah. I agree. And, but it was two and a half years ago. It was it was before the Euros, and I got killed about the it. comments. Video went viral. It was like Spencer West Ham bias. Like, am I wrong? No, no. Would wrong. he cost 100 mil? Is he worth 100 mil? You just had to wait it out, mate. Yeah. No, but and what I'm saying <laughs> is, the reason is I watched, I've watched Declan Rice every week for yeah, many, yeah. many years. So now people realise that's what he costs. But I reckon those people still aren't watching him every week because he's not playing for a sexy team. So oh, I'm telling well, yeah, you, Declan Rice, maybe he's not top three. But if he's not in your top 10, you are wrong. He's in my top 10. Okay, they're fine then. That's fine. I I'll, just I'll thought take that was extremely high. It is high. It is high. But I love him. And I watch him more than any of them. But anyway, second Bernardo Silva, first Kevin De Bruyne. Interesting. Done. All right, fair enough. We've got similar lists, maybe just in different orders then. Okay. Uh, should I do mine? Because yep. Don't change yours because I want it to be... He's <laughs> just rubbing out like... <laughs> <laughs> Keep yours as it. Yeah, yeah, let's okay, right. wrong. So, number 10 was probably the biggest point of contention for me, but I have gone Thomas Party. Fair enough. It was him or James Madison. So, Madison's not actually. <laughs> you haven't got Madison in no, yours. I, no, I, just I after all that talk you were doing about <sighs> World Cup squads. Yeah, but they, these were the advocates for Madders. I mean, I, I think he should be in the World Cup squad, it's, but I don't think, I don't think he's. Close, I don't think close. he's 10 or above Premier League. So that was a form thing for me. I think he's, he's playing in the top 10 right yeah, now. Yeah, but yeah. And on what he's done in his career, he's probably not. Yeah. Uh, ninth, um, I might get crucified for this. Bruno Fernandes. No, it's fine. All right, okay. As long as he's in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, eighth, another Bruno. You Marish. Yeah. So I had him. Same spot as me. Yeah, yeah, literally the same. I didn't want to say it, but yeah. Um, seven, I have Rice. Oh, yes. I'll take like it. As long as he's in there, I'm happy. I don't think that's disrespectful. Mate, when you think of the, the my top five... Have you got any English person above him? No. That's all that matters. Uh, <laughs> six, I've got Erdegaard. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and then the top five are Gundogan in five. Ooh. Oh, I, thought, oh, I forgot about him. That's, one. Oh, he's literally captain Man City there. and probably no, one of the best eight in the press. I have had a stinker there, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. I'd, Four, yeah. I've got Bernardo Silva. Three, I've got Thiago. I think he's one of the most technically gifted footballers that's ever played. I think Premier he's one of the most overrated footballers. Okay. <laughs> no, I take that back. I and then top I'm two, sorry, Thiago, I'm sorry. I actually love you. Top two for me are Rodri and KDB. I think without those two, City don't tick. Fair enough, man. Yeah. Gundo. So it's just Gundo. I had Gundo and you, and you had... So you had Gundo and I had Madison. When I, I was when different. I was compiling my list, the first four names were the Man City. City. <laughs> yeah, because well, yeah. I put Rodri, Bernardo and KBD all in my top four. I think I just thought, okay, that's City covered. Yeah. Really, they're all just class. Yeah. 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 I forgot about uh, Gundogan. That's yeah. outrageous. He and does mate, go under the He literally won the And I can't lie, I, I actually did forget about Thiago. Oh, God. That's you forgot about him or you omitted oh. him? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I back it. I back it. I wouldn't put him in right now. Because I, I, I liked, I get the whole current best, whatever, but I think form is a big factor. Mm-hmm. It's your um, only factor. <laughs> no, it's not my only factor, actually. Because <laughs> in 10th position, Casemiro. Okay. All right. In ninth, Ronald Fernandes. Oh, same as me. In eighth, Granite Xhaka. Top ten. You can't argue it right now. He's, no, he's, this is not the, he's the best though. midfielder for the team that is top of the Premier League. 
I, I wouldn't say he's our best midfielder. He's one of them. I'd say, I'd say I'll he's tell you why. He's well. You've not got Odegaard in there. Yeah, he's seventh. So... So he's not. I, I, mean, I was meant to say. <laughs> I was meant to say. I wouldn't mean best. I was meant to say one of the best. Okay, all right. Hear me right. out. Uh, best so second. Cass, yeah, I was meant to say one of the best. Please, please. Okay, please. sure, sure, sure. Everyone mistakenly words sometimes. <laughs> Casemiro, Bruno, Jacker, Erdegaard seventh. Yeah. Bruno Gomar in sixth. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, we were all very close on him. Yeah, yeah. Fifth, I think it's quality. Yeah. Fifth, James Madison. Fifth. fifth fucking hell wait mate who's left in your list I honestly think you lot do such a disrespect to James Madison I think he is so good and if he was playing for a, a, a club bigger than Leicester he would get the recognition he deserves he was my 10-11 teetering the, the fact you're disrespecting James Madison I think you he, haven't even included Gundogan because I forgot about him <laughs> no no I'm not having that I would repl- yeah, he's I, a city captain he's the club captain yeah if I thought if I yeah, remembered I, about Gundogan it would have been Madison or, or Odegaard to slip out yeah I'm agreeing, but I think James Madison gets uh, disrespected. It's unbelievable. Well, you're not disrespected because you've been talked about it by all three of us. But he's so. not in the, he's not the England squad. But that's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, disrespected should by be. South, yeah. Um, we've got about Mason Mount here as well. I didn't forget about him. He's no, just, outside. Um, just outside. Fourth, Bernardo Silva. Yeah. Wait, who was fifth? No, James Madison. Sorry, yeah, fifth. Fourth, Bernardo Silva. Yeah. Third, Declan Rice. We both had him in third, and that's non-West Ham fan over there. But so. I mean, your best mate, it doesn't really count, does it? No, but he, stop. he is so good, you don't understand. He's, not, he's in my top seven. He's in my top seven for every league. Yeah, but four of the top five for me are from Manchester City. That cannot be yeah. any different. They are the best midfield in the world. Yeah, three of the top <laughs> four of Manchester City for me. Okay. So, second, Rodri. Yeah. First, KDB. Yeah, cool. We, we all had KDB. No, it won't be. No, no. Oh, Joe yeah. Linton. They deserve a shout. They deserve honourable mentions in yeah. Wobie and Joe Linton because they, well, have, I, been, I they have been playing exceptionally well. Yeah, who else deserves honourable mention? Hoiberg. Yeah, absolutely. At the moment, at the moment. Ben Tanker as well. Mason Mount. Um, not necessarily now, but I love Ruben Neves. But my, my, yeah, so yeah. my notable, my notable mentions, who I couldn't decide, were no, Neves, Ward-Prowse, Fabinho, and then... Madison. Well, I just I, I feel I feel like Madison doesn't get the respect he deserves and neither does Declan Rice uh, well I had a chat with a good mate of mine Rich Beck who's played for Hashtag who's a Newcastle fan as well and he doesn't rate Declan Rice um, him and his dad don't rate Declan Rice I just, really? what is wrong with people and I'm just like you wouldn't have, you'd have him at Newcastle wouldn't you oh yeah we'd have him yeah. but I wouldn't put him above the list in uh, Bruno I'd have Bruno definitely ahead of Declan Rice so, wait so did, did, did you do a list did you do a list you want to do yours <laughs> Mine might be controversial in Go your on, guys' that's, eyes. That's, that's, that's suits pitch side, mate. Don't worry about it. Joel Linton, number 10. <laughs> Fucking hell, all right. <laughs> on form, he gets in. Yeah. Not even off form, right? It's, there's no, there's <laughs> oh, no player. No, right, there is no player who is a stronger powerhouse centre who wins the ball, dominates yeah, the Declan field. Right. I, I actually Chums. agree with this because last, last season, there was a TikTok that went out where I said Joel Linton is going to be like one of the best centre mids in the Prem. And it was like. He won't even go to the World Cup, mate. This is the thing because there's a lot of competition, to be fair. You have Bruno, you have Paqueta. Some say he's a B-Tech Gino Baptista. Oh, I don't say that. I would never say that. Casemiro? I like him. Nah, for Premier League, Jolin, and then we have, we got Rodri, Bruno. Nine in in nine. Rodri in nine. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. He'll all make sense. Yeah, people are listening. Rodri nine, Bruno Fernandez just sneaks in. I'm not a big fan of him, but put my bias aside. Just sneaks in in number eight. That's not how just sneaks in works, by the way. That's what happened. Declan Rice going number seventh. Okay. I'm happy as long as he's in there. Middle of the pack. Erdegaard, sixth. Love that. Come on. Gundawan, fifth. Madison fourth yeah. disrespect oh, on Madison high. someone said that he's only doing it this season last season it's 12 goals and 8 assists I didn't say that 
Yeah, well, I, I mean, it, I put him fifth. He's so. done it throughout his career. You, you also oh, want Newcastle to buy him. You're linked with him, aren't you? Yeah, I wouldn't mind. to get the good faith in early. <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting him, Mike. This is why you can trust my list, is because West Ham aren't going to get any of these players. <laughs> well, no, because honestly, Madison, if you put these players in, uh, from the list. Paqueta, where's Paqueta, by the way? Yeah. Paqueta. Oh, uh, not a chance. Top, top. Uh, Bruno's best mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would. I've, maybe he's in the list if we signed him. Uh, no. Uh, third, Bruno Gimaresh. Fuck Third. Off. Right. Just get out. <laughs> this is the thing, right? I'm sick of this stuff on this podcast because you don't watch Newcastle against Wolves and stuff. You don't watch him week in, week out. Sorry. You have no clue of what Sorry. he's actually like. He is. ASM was your best player in that game. Not Bruno. No, right. It's a coincidence. When we signed Bruno in January till now, we are like top of the form charts. He's absolutely revolutionary. No, he's very good, but he's not the third best centre midfielder in the Prem. He's actually not a complete direct correlation either because he didn't play Bruno for a while. Yeah, he didn't. He actually didn't come in till like... Your midfield three was Jonathan Willock and Shelby for most of that period. He's number two Shelby. Shelby, there was a time when Shelby would be in there, top 10. On four, there was a time. Yeah, 14 years ago. Now, genuinely, I've never watched a slicker, better centre mid in my life. Bruno Gimmer you'll see well you're going to say that because the best of the player that you're going to Santiago Mune I'd say Dan was better (laughs) right yeah Um, Bernardo Silva second KDB first Bruno has to be third no Almiron (laughs) <laughs> no, he plays that white But this, okay. So I, I know we're, you know, obviously make this comparison. But James Madison actually plays like right wing now. No, he doesn't. It play anywhere though, can't he? Can yeah, yeah. Versatile. No, no, no. But what I mean is like most of the games that he plays for Leicester now, he's off to the right. Oh, very Valverde esque of him. <laughs> it's very Valverde esque. Um, you know. Spe- well, no, I want to t- quickly touch on the new manager bounce. Why is it a thing and why does it work every single time? What's ha- what is it, it weird? Are you referring to Villa? Yeah. They, got, they, hadn't, they didn't have him when they were. And no the manager bounce. No manager bounce. Well, I think they, bounce. you can bounce without a manager. Um, I think it's. <laughs> Bournemouth are still doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, it depends. I think the situations are different, but generally, if team of. If the manager's lost the dressing room and if the team is struggling, they feel like they can't express themselves. Yeah. And like Danny Ings necessarily wasn't playing as much. And a Gerard comes in and does more the system changes, freedom to express themselves a bit more. It could be a million of different things. They also, it's they definitely al- a thing though. They also didn't play the club captain. John McGinn was on the bench. John McGinn? Yeah. They went 4 2 3 1 with Den Donker and Douglas Louise. But it was Stevie G that made him club captain, wasn't it? Yeah, it was exactly. Tyrone and Ings before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they went 4 2 3 1, which is a formation they've not played all season. And then scored four goals in the first half. Oh, do you know who looked well good that game? Douglas Louise. Yeah, he's quality. He, he was so on good. my shortlist. He was a, really? He's on Arsenal's radar, wasn't he? Do you remember yeah, we tried yeah. to sign him deadline day? He actually looks so good. He's unreal. He's really weekend. good. Yeah, he yeah, plays for Brazil. people going for him, yeah. He's going to go World Cup. He'll go over Joe Linton to the World Cup, just yeah. saying. <laughs> Sorry, Joe Linton. <laughs> and Leon Bailey. Uh, well, they, got, they have actually got a new manager now. Yes. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> good evening. <laughs> good evening. Emery is back. Very underappreciated manager during his time at Arsenal, I thought. Yeah. Mm. Oh, no, 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 I'm not saying that. <laughs> I, think <laughs> I think you should have been given more time, personally. Now Ooh. you've got Arteta in now and everything's great, but just speaking about his tenure specifically, I think he was a bit done dirty. I think the good evening meme was, um, <laughs> good evening. was very disrespectful. Yeah. Um, so well done for bringing that back. Good evening. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's drop that now, though, shall we? He's back. No, no, because he is going to say good evening. Yeah, but yeah, yeah only on a night game. Only on a Sky Sports. In Spanish, you pronounce a V like a B, so that's why. You do. Good evening. Stop saying it. Oh, God. Do you think Villa can. When I did my Premier League predictions, I had Villa, I think, maybe finishing like eighth or something. Oh, thank you. He said sick. Yeah, that's too much, but I think their squad is good. The thing that hurt them is Diego Carlos getting injured, though. Yeah. It's actually a massive buy. I'm really impressed. And Coutinho's dropped off a cliff, hasn't he? Did they work together? Have Carlos and Emery worked together? No, it's different. It was Sevilla, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Sevilla. Well, maybe. How long has Alonso been Sevilla? Because Emery was at Sevilla back in the day. This is what I mean, yeah. It might have been. What evening? Stop. Anyways. Before we get on to our quiz, do we have a quiz? No, um, no you'll have we to redo that. So we're doing the Champions League team okay. instead, yeah, but we'll yeah. have to do predictions yep. first. Um, we'll do predictions. No, we'll have to do, recap the Premier League predictions yep. now. Before we get on to one of my favourite part of the show. The Amada Challenge. The Amada Challenge. We're going to do uh, a recap of our predictions. Now, every week, me and Reeve do our Premier League predictions and uh, you get three points for a correct scoreline, one point for a correct result. I'd just like to say thank you to you personally. For the old 2-0 against Bournemouth. What we do? West oh, Ham. West Ham. Yeah. Uh, Lewis, hit us with the, this week's answers. Yes. Yeah, so uh, there's, <laughs> been a, there's been a lot of games that we went through, but uh, coming into Monday Night Football, there was only two points that separated you both oh, wait, oh, from weird. everything. And that's a good comeback from you, Reeve. I was 14 behind. Mm. Jeez. So, Theo, you got the correct result yesterday with West Ham, but oh. not the correct score uh, oh. with 2-1. Oh, Reeve came out with a big 2-0 got the right score line so the scores right now on the leaderboard 57 each <laughs> we're both going around Spurs the loser has to do a full full, full, full Spurs kit tour at the London Spurs Stadium London Stadium how did they come up with the name for that stadium by the way well, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium yeah crazy uh, did we get I swear we both got quite a lot of actual score lines correct yeah well um, you got a lot of good scores but like not the actual correct results so Theo you got Crystal Palace Wolves score right that was the only one but you got oh. a lot of other results got more than that. and uh, you got that as well Reeve but no not correct scores Oh, so we're actually. But I, 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 but I you got three one Fulham, and then Leeds scored in like the ninety fifth minute, and it. I couldn't believe it. I was yeah. like, this, I hate this game. You said away the lads at the end. <laughs> yeah, didn't you? I was like, yeah, we. But this week on the Amada Challenge, we're doing something a little bit different. Instead of doing our Champions League predictions, which obviously you can do on the app, link in the description down below. Definitely go download it and join our squad. Use the code Pitch with an S at the end of it. Pitch. Mm -hmm. Pitch. Link in the description. Um, we're going to be naming our combined Champions League starting 11, <laughs> which is one player per club. Now, we did this recently with World Cup, World Cup yep. using our combined 11, one nation. So you can have 11 clubs, but you can only pick one player from each Absolutely. team. Um, how have you built yours, Mayor? I've gone four three three. No, no, no. I mean, as in, like, you've picked players. I've picked players that are, are performing well this season. I've written on my notes. Huh? No. So your, the, the, my, the the basis of my squad is... Play, I've done is, this season playing well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Same. All yeah. right. We're under the same blanket here then. Okay. So I'd say you've done similar. Uh, maybe one exception, yeah. 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 More or less. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay, so, Reeve, you may as well start us off. Give us your combined Champions League uh, Amada starting 11. All right. Well, uh, the first player and probably the biggest name in the list because of the club that he plays for, Club Bruges, Simon Mignolet! Yeah. Yeah. He's not, not conceded a goal. We've got an affinity with Club Bruges now. Yeah. Okay, there are always a Belgian pitch side team. Yeah, yeah. Um, they are massive. 
Almost as big as West Ham. I have no one from Club Bruges, I'm afraid. Disrespectful. Oh, well, um, Disrespectful. Don't worry. We almost signed one of them. We almost signed that Vanneken guy, the big lad. Oh, yeah. The cat, he's there. Yeah, we tried right? to sign him. But. Yeah. Um, my back four are Cancelo, Thiago Silva. Wait, he's got Cancelo. Cancelo. This is classic Reeves. Van Dyke and Denzel Dumfries. Dumfries. Who was the other centre-back? Van Dyke and who? Van Dyke and Thiago Silva. Thiago Silva. Yeah. Thiago Silva. So far, we've got no none of the same players. So far, really, yeah. really, interesting. Really, uh, I've got a midfield three <laughs> uh, of Bellingham, Zambo Anguissa, and Valverde. You went Anguissa for your Napoli player, or was he Alinsky? It was a 50-50. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah maybe maybe Zielinski for the pens. Okay, mm. but um, and then up front, I've got Leroy Sane, Lewandowski, mm. and Lionel Messi. Lewandowski, come on. That is a goated squad, by the way. So, yeah. say your midfield and front three again. Bellingham, Valverde, and Giza. And then your front three is who? Sane, Lewandowski, Messi. Interesting. So, Dortmund, Madrid, Napoli, Bayern, Barcelona, PSG. Interesting. Don't you like that? I no. just realised I've only got 10 players on my team. <laughs> <laughs> Would you want me to go next? Yeah. All right. Now, this, this, is, the real, <laughs> this is the real deal. This is, this is the real Champions League 11. Right. Go on then. In goal, Ter Stegen. What? He's actually played unbelievably this season. Barcelona's defeat. He's honestly, look at the stats. You pick him for your Barca player? Look at the stats. All right. He, who did you pick? Mignolet. Club Bruges. Who did you pick for your Barca player? Lewandowski. Oh, okay, fair enough. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, mate. Ter Stegen, look at the stats. Quality. Right back, Reese James for Chelsea. It said no injuries. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I should, I should prove it. No. Centre half of Van Dyke and Mechele from Club Bruges. Come on! Bruges, Bruges. Yeah, yeah Bruges ain't because he did a goal. How you got you got to put a defender this in what there? I mean, like, Mignolet had to go in. Mechele's yeah. quality. Uh, left back Theo Hernandez, AC Milan. Like it. I think he, even I though Chelsea, even though Chelsea beat him, yeah, I think he looked good, mm. didn't he? He was quality. Uh, three centre midfielders of Kimmich from Bayern Munich, Valverde, Real Madrid, and Jude Bellingham, Dortmund. Obviously, come on. That is unbelievable. So well, bloody both, good. Both of them. All of them yeah. A front three of Messi. Yep. Haaland. Yep. And Kavitska from Napoli. He was the... Kvarat. 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 That's his name, isn't it? Kvarat Chelia. Mate, you have to include him. I was going to include him, but I thought... sensational. Anguissa and Zielinski. Nah, Kvarat Chelia. On the left wing. I think that's a really good team. Yeah. And I used a massive player from Club Bruges, who are massive. And I used a Napoli player. Uh, Napoli had to be in there. They're no different. Spurs, though. No. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, could, I, I was debating like four different Napoli players. I was like, I, I can't actually choose which one I want. Really? Yeah. Uh, Spenny, so you've got your team done? I think I've just secured it, actually. Oh, yeah. actually very similar, by the way. Uh, I'm just seeing what change. Yeah, yeah man. On. No. Okay, I've done it. I, I a slight formation issue, as you know. I only made 10, <laughs> 10, 10 sides. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a way of... You can play with it. You can play, you can play. Um, have I locked it in? Yeah, I've locked it in. Okay, I had to change it because I basically had 10 players. So I've um, changed, I actually made quite a few changes as a result of that. Okay. All black in goal from Atletico Madrid. Really? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Not so much on four. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I know. Yeah. Good keep. My defence is a back four. It's Ben Chilwell, or left back from Chelsea. Nice. Chilwell, nice. Chelsea we'll take that. We'll take that. Centre half's a bit out there, but bear with me. I've got um, Vardiol from Leipzig. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. hotly tipped. Potentially going to go to one of the big boys. He was, he was linked with Chelsea, right? He was linked with Chelsea. Yeah. I think Liverpool maybe won him as well. Uh, I actually had Van Dijk, but I've taken him out. Ooh. And I've put Bastoni in from Inter Milan. Yeah, yeah. 
Joshua Kimmich right back so my yeah. Bayern Munich player so Chilwell Vardy Bastoni Kimmich my back four middle three I think the midfield is where all the most similar yeah. I've got middle three of Bellingham Pedri Valverde Pedri over Gavi Yes. Over the young Golden Pedri's Boy winner. ahead of him. What's it called? I mean, that, that just shows how good he Bellingham won, is. He shouldn't have won the Golden Boy. I think There's no way won. Bellingham shouldn't have won that Golden Boy. It, it, Bellingham should have won it. He should have won it. Yeah, he yeah, should have I agree. won it. I agree. It's too Barcelona-focused, that. Yeah, that, I agree. That yeah, award, yeah. anyway. But yeah, Bellingham, Pedri, Valverde, middle three. Front three, Salah, Mbappe, Haaland. You went Mbappe for your PSG player. I did. I almost went Mbappe, but I just saw... Messi's numbers this season have been really good. Yeah, uh, you could easily make that swap, couldn't you? And, it, and Salah hasn't necessarily he's had a few good games, but I just stuck him in there instead of Van Dijk to sit, sort my team out. But I like my team. No Kane, no Lewandowski. You could easily put Kane in there, but then what am I doing with Haaland? Yeah. For yeah. me, the first person on there was Haaland. Yeah, same, I he's agree. He's the most informed football in the world. I agree. So you've got to put him but in. Lewandowski... This is, in his, Champions League, is, has been And his different. goal record this season is exceptional. Right, this, is, this is what I thought with like, Haaland, by the, the way. The, tra- the trade-off yeah. that I had with taking Lewandowski to take Cancelo I think probably beats like but I think Haaland are going out the Champions League yeah. <coughs> and Haaland did get rested in one game yeah Haaland needs to be the first name on the sheet unfortunately for you yeah. uh, I, but, I, but thought, I knew that would be a point of contention but you can't really argue that Lewandowski doesn't deserve to be in there well, I was going to go 4-4-2 but then oh, I thought that's just like we always do 4-3-3 on these so. the thing mm. you've also got in your favour is that Cancelo is arguably the best in his position literally well. yeah exactly you know, so. it's just the city dominance isn't it yeah, uh, let, you, let your Teams be known in the comments down below. You can take one player from each well, 11 chosen teams. Um, out of your team, is there any player that you... I don't think Anguissa should be in your team. It's him or Zielinski. Yeah, I think, you've had a, I think you've had an error there. I think you've actually had a stinker. Anguissa's been unbelievable this Champions League. Yeah, but I think there's better players than from Napoli. Not this... Not... not Kvrzkova. What? Yeah, well, yeah, but then I've got Leroy Sane. Yeah. But then I've got Leroy Sane. I think your defence is a bit ropey, I can't lie. It, it was the, it's the worst part of my team, I'm not going to lie. Van Dyke was in there originally, but Kimmich's right back, great. Chilwell left back, I love Chilwell personally. So do I, so do I. Bastoni, Vardy, I was, I'm very happy with that. He was one of my first names from Leipzig, but Bastoni was the last minute. I didn't have anyone from Inter, so I threw him Have you got any Barcelona players? Yeah, I've got Pedri. Oh, yeah. Pedri, yeah. yeah. I think there are some good teams. Let us, who, 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 whose team do you think wins? What's your front three? That's what's going to decide the game. Messi, Harlan, and Kavrikovsky. Sane, Lewandowski, Messi. I mean, a lot is. of Bayern Munich chemistry there from their time together. Yeah, but for exactly. me, Salah, Mbappe, Harlan is the best front three, I think. Yeah, I can't lie. It's pretty scary. And Salah did have a good game against Rangers. <laughs> I mean, if you could have been fastest, fastest in six anyway. minutes. History, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Rangers will be calling you up soon. Cause your game there. It. Honestly, give it three months. I'll be back. You've played there. You know. You know what to do. Yeah, play Rangers legend, aren't I? You legend. are a Rangers legend. <laughs> Rangers what can I say? Legend. I, I looked at the photo the other day again. You know, yeah, I saw like, me in it. the it was like me in the changing room. And I was like, this is stupid. Before we end the show, let's quickly run through our Champions League predictions for obviously tonight's matches. Yes. Um Sevilla versus FC Copenhagen. Sevilla, I think. Sevilla. Home, home yeah. Would you, would you put your coins on on, on Sevilla? Um, Sevilla. Yeah. Uh, my, my club. RB Salzburg. What about you? Who do you think? Uh, I think severe home home win. <laughs> okay. uh, a home to Chelsea. RB Salzburg. Chelsea. Do you think Chelsea? Chelsea? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kung Graham's Kung? got on purring now. <laughs> he has. He'll, he'll get his little gilet out and yeah. uh, uh, facial hair. The, the speciale for this week, or today, should I say, will Haaland score against Dortmund? Yes. yes. It's destiny, isn't it? It is destiny. No celebration yeah. or celebration? Very subdued. Muted. Yeah. Very subdued. Muted. Yeah. He won't so. do full meditation. He'll just sort of do that. <laughs> just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Celtic at home to Shakhtar. 
Ooh. I mean, Celtic draw. have... Uh, draw. I'm going to go I'm the gonna, draw. I'm going to go Shakhtar. Away win. Really? Yeah. Unpopular. I know Celtic people will be watching Getting this. Getting good coins back for that as well. Uh, yeah. Maccabi Haifa on the back of beating Juventus <laughs> yeah. are away to PSG. <laughs> Come on. I think that's still PSG's day, right? It's going to be heavy defeat. Yeah. Do you think 5-6-0? Four. Four. <clears throat> I think Mbappe gets a hat-trick. Uh, Leipzig are at home to Real Madrid. Ooh. That's a good game. If Leipzig win it, they'll only be one point away from Madrid. It's mm. quite a nice one, that. I think um, Chelsea also need to win. I think draw. Yeah, I fancied it a 1-0 in that yeah. one. Yeah. I'll go Real Madrid away win. In I Kung think Valverde. Valverde is in too much good form at the moment. Real Madrid looks See, good. See, goal at the weekend. I did. Whoa. Stupid. Uh, AC Milan are away to Dynamo Zagreb. Milan. Oh, yeah, coins on Milan. Coins on Milan? Yeah. Uh, you, I'll go Milan as well. Benfica at home to Juve, who are just awful, aren't they, Juve? I think, oh, you know what? I'll back a Benfica home yeah, win. You know, I'm going to back a Benfica. It's a good one to get some coins Port- on. Portugal's it's one-to-one one as well, so you get a good amount of coins back. Benfica. Um, it's a freeway Benfica for yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. A freeway with Benfica yeah. for us. Um, and then the, the, the game of the night, which we are live streaming, uh, Dortmund are at home to City. How many past and present Dortmund players are actually in that game? Gundogan, Haaland... <laughs> Uh, probably Akanji Akanji yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. so are, are, are we all admitted a City away win or do you think the yellow wall will prevail well yellow what sort of team they put out who yeah. they got on the weekend Let's see uh, City on the weekend they, coming up have, have they won their, le- their group already no they, if they win tonight they will though. they've got Leicester Leicester away, away isn't it yeah so yeah, City Harlem will win that. <laughs> I think win. City. Will, I think Harlem will go. To Bellingham's going to put on a show though. He's literally yeah. going, "Buy me, buy yeah. me." Yeah, honestly, I, I I want him to go to Arsenal. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen though. The way he needs to go. Based on our conversation later, he could be part of a rebuild at Liverpool though. If if he backs that, you know, when you were talking about the Wijnaldum problem. Yeah, like Jude Bellingham is that. I think he's. I think he's better than Liverpool. And I think even though he could go Madrid and he'd be a superstar there, he'll be one of many. Whereas if he goes to Liverpool, he could be the guy. Yeah, I get you. Future England captain. He speaks so well. That's the thing that impresses me most. So mature. So mature. Got to look at the parents. That's what happens when you. That's what happens when you get your number retired at seventeen. That's the that's the maturity. Yeah. Even even even. Messi didn't get his number of tugs. He never left the club. <laughs> Anyways, on that note, make sure you download the Marder link in the description down below. Join our squad yeah. pitches. Well, yeah. Do you know he's there, by the way? He's at PSG. <laughs> yeah, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's it, in your team. He'll be back at Barcelona next yeah. year, anyway. Uh, if you have enjoyed this episode, thing, <laughs> please be sure to drop a like, subscribe. Thank you, Spencer, as <laughs> always. Thank you, thank you. Up the tags. Um, up the tags. Up the Come tags. on. Uh, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And uh, we'll see you tonight, actually. Yeah, tonight. Well, or next for week. The stream. Yeah, for the stream. Goodbye. Bye.